Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Here I Am podcast. Our purpose is to take biblical topics, break them down through discussion, so we may apply them to our daily lives. I'm your host, Jared, so let's get right to it. Good morning. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Here I Am. Today's topic, the joy of the Lord. But before we begin, let's pray. Father God in heaven, we thank you for another day of of life that you've given us. Uh, Lord, we rejoice in each and every day. Uh, We thank you for for Christ, our Lord and, and Savior. We thank you for this time to gather together. We thank you for the listeners. Today, Lord, we just ask that that you would be with us, that you would guide our conversation, and that you would help us better understand what it means to have the joy of the Lord. In Christ Jesus' name, we ask this. Amen. Stephen? I'd like to start today's podcast off uh, with our our verse for the day. Uh, And there are several scripture verses that, that speak of the joy of the Lord and uh, obviously we'll, we'll hit on several of them throughout this podcast, but we wanted to start in Nehemiah 8, verse 10. Then he said to them, Go your way, eat the fat and drink the sweet wine, and send portions to anyone who has nothing ready. For this day is holy to our Lord, and do not be grieved, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. Before we dive in, we wanted to set a little context of what the joy of the Lord is, uh, because a lot of times people will confuse joy and happiness. And so for the purposes of our discussion today, the joy of the Lord is the gladness of heart that comes from knowing God, from abiding in Christ, and being filled with the Holy Spirit. Happiness is an emotion where one experiences feelings ranging from contentment, satisfaction, to bliss, but joy is a stronger feeling than happiness. Witnessing or achieving selflessness to the point of personal sacrifice is frequently what triggers the emotion of joy. Interesting. I uh, I think that's a, a really uh, good thing to note the difference between joy and happiness, and and specifically the joy of the Lord. I I love this verse Nehemiah eight ten. I I love the last part of it that talks about the Lord is your strength because anyone that's anyone that's experienced salvation in Christ, anyone that's served the Lord, anyone that's witnessed the Lord's work has experienced that strength, in my opinion. And and it's like nothing else. You know, it's uh it's 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 almost and I think John will appreciate this, actually all of you, because you all you've all been competitors at one time. It's it's almost like uh victory. Oh, it's victory for sure. Yeah. I don't think there's any question about it. It's victory. But I think it's made complete and and I and I just go back to personal experience. I, I when we when we go to the mission, there's just a the the joy of the Lord is is beyond anything that we've done. Um, it's beyond anything that that the the people around us have done. Um, it, it, to me, it comes from 
knowing that you've you've gone out, you've served, you've you've been with other, uh, you know, saints, pe- uh, people that are, and and you're doing God's work, and you're and you're full of the Holy Spirit, and it's like the union to me that comes between. I don't want to say being right, but or repentance, but being being whole with the Lord, mm-hmm. and and to me that's where that's where I find the joy of the Lord. And man, when you're when when you're experiencing that, there's 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 nothing else that that I've ever experienced that could compare it to. So, I like what you said, uh, being whole. Well, I, I think that's the only way. And you guys might disagree because it's a it's a very hard topic to to try to pin down into one thing. But I think that's when you when 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 you take communion, when you it, like when you repent, when you're when you're when you are right with God, at that point, then there are no barriers, and the joy of the Lord flows to you in a way that that. That's to me. That's what heaven's going to be. Would it be safe to say that it's supernatural? Uh, for sure. Oh, for sure. I would agree with that hundred yeah, percent. Me too. I, I build. I. I mean, I think so. That's what we have to build it upon. Uh, Psalm sixteen is where I'll use my reference to build that upon, because I think something happens here in the joy that's very key in Psalm sixteen, eleven. It says. Um, you make known to me the path of life. Mm. You fill me with joy in your presence, with eternal pleasures at your right hand. Look at the depth in one verse. The path of life, you know everything you're going to need to know. Right. If, you, if you're totally, completely focused in the presence of the Lord and about eternal life. Now, I like to link that to going on uh, in Nehemiah, if you continue to read that, where it talks uh, about, you know, later on in verses, uh, if you go down into 12, we read Nehemiah 10, but if you keep reading 11, the Levites claimed all the people saying, calmed, sorry, all the people saying, be still, for this is a holy day, do not grieve beauty right there in 11 but 12 is where we start to really build my thought on this supernaturalness Uh, verse 12 then all the people went away to eat and drink to send portions of food and to celebrate with great joy because here it is they now understood the words that have been made known to them amen it's just can we understand what we have in God's word? No, I, I think we get glimpses like this. Right. I mean, the power. I mean, think of that for a minute. The power the, of we know, uh, us four, anyone else listening that knows the Lord is their Savior, has the Holy Spirit, now know. We know. There's a difference. So there John, so John, earlier you said, can can you have the joy of the Lord without knowing Christ or not having the Holy Spirit? I, 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 I don't. You know, read that, read that last portion, portion of that that verse. 
Well, I'm uh, I'm also I'm also stuck on on his presence, where you had said in his presence. I was hoping somebody'd get that. All yeah. right, and and uh, you know what makes me think then is is, I, is that after can God be present, and around sin, or does this need to happen after we repent? I mean, I think you can still. Uh, to get the true joy of the Lord, I, I I think you have to be whole with God. Um, you can still, and then there's the fine line between happiness, like Stephen said, and 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 joy, like because when you're doing His work, when you're praying for someone, when you're out there doing um the crosswalk that we on good friday or you're you're doing things like that serving it, you know when we're when we're on stage playing music is there a different type of joy than truly being in worship when it's one on one with god and you are truly feeling and experiencing what having him in your presence and being in heaven is going to be like. That presence is key. Yeah, being in his presence. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I think I, a, a wonderful saint that I I was able to learn from for many years and I still love. Uh, she's an amazing woman of the Lord. She exhibits his love in many ways. She looked at me and one day she goes, I only think joy can come. From the Lord, true joy. Yeah, like he's real, the source, right? They're like joy in the truest sense of what it is. Of, and it's almost can you can you get into that joy by being? I don't know how I want to say it, but but chase after it, seek it. You know, yeah. make it happen. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. I think the the fact that it's supernatural. Uh, another thing that comes to mind when I think of the joy of the Lord is uh, stable, consistent, constant. And uh, as I was uh, reading through a, a commentary on Nehemiah 8, uh, Matthew Henry had, had a quote really stuck out to me. Uh, and it says, Their strength consisted in the joy of the Lord, the Israelite strength. The better we understand God's word, the more comfort we find in it the darkness of trouble arises from the darkness of ignorance mm. and wow. so jj as you're talking about chasing after it as you're talking about you know kind of yearning for it Rejo and, yeah. and, and and pursuing it rejoice into it, yeah it's enjoy. it's we absolutely can yeah. you know it's it's being grounded in god's word it's spending time in it immersing ourselves in it it reminds me of uh, Pastor Soper's, and I'm going to paraphrase this, but in in one of his his commentaries in the 91 week study, uh, he he challenged the listeners uh, with something to the effect of the more we learn and live in God's word, the more we learn to love God's word. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. Yeah. And so you know, and that from that comes. All things that Scripture promises, you know, obviously the joy of the Lord being one of the, you know, one of the majors because the joy of the Lord is what gives us strength 
Yeah. Again, joy of the Lord is our strength. The end of that mm-hmm. verse. Yep. It's what gives us strength to face whatever life might throw at us, even in the face of death. And just experiencing it keeps you striving and coming back for more and more of it. At least it does for me, I think, if you don't do that. So, J.J., when you said, should we chase it? Yeah, like that greyhound chases that little rabbit around the track at those well, dog which races. Which we just talked yeah, about I recently. Mean, yeah, you got to run after that, and that should be our that should be our focus. I told you every day I have to repent. I'm still on that losing streak. Um, every morning I have to sit there and I have to say, God, I'm sorry. You know, I, I but I'm trying and I'm sh- and I'm chasing it and I'm striving for it. And one day. I hope to make just one day where I don't sin. And and it's a whole nother podcast. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. That's a, whole, that's a great topic. But that I'm, is a whole nother podcast. But I am chasing that. And I and and I think the joy I would get when he went, You did it. Yeah. Would be the truly the joy of and it's nothing that is self centered or anything like that. It is just I can Stephen always says, can you imagine when Jesus greets you and says, well done? Mm-hmm. Good and faithful. Sorry. How are you going to feel? Can you imagine that? A song is written. I can only that. imagine yeah, exactly. that last Friday. <laughs> well, I do. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I, I know one thing. We probably will be on our knees, on our face because yeah. of who he is. How about um, Hebrews 4.12? The word of God is alive and active. Is there anything more true than that? That's where the power is at. We have the Holy Spirit in us, but this is this word was left here for all these for all these years, thousands of years, stayed intact for a reason. Yeah, that's what that's it's what alive, kept me tethered to the alive. faith before I was was saved. Because mm. I always I always considered myself a Christian, having grown up in in a home with two believers. Uh, but I I wandered I wandered away. But the one thing that that stayed very present in my mind was my father's. Bible cover, which said the living word. Mm. And I was fascinated by that. What does that mean? Right. The living word. And again, uh, going back to what you said about pursuing, I think not only pursuing, but in embracing. Uh, not only pursuing the joy of the Lord, but, but embracing it when it comes. Mm. I know like at the city mission Thursday night, I, I, I expressed anxiety over uh, preparing that message, but knowing that God would would put everything together, even if it was at the last minute. When I read the the first scriptures at the beginning of the message, just you know, my whole mind, my whole spirit, just felt felt peace and and there is joy in knowing that the the Lord. The Lord is is present, and He's about to work th- through you, and He did. And and there's there is no feeling like that. I mean, that is victory. Isn't isn't that true though? That verse twelve of Nehemiah speaks to that though. It's where it says because they now understood the words. You knew what God was capable of. You knew the truth. Yes. That if you're going to show up as a vessel pour yourself out and let him, you know, as Paul said, less of, of me and more of you. That's what you showed up to do. And because you knew that truth, you went in that strength, right? Yes. 
I was I wasn't anxious about what he was going to do. That that's where the confidence to show up comes in and, and just be obedient. I was yeah. I was worried that I would be left to do it on my own, and and that's what makes me anxious at times. But but again, knowing that that God is faithful, and believing that I was called to give that message, there's confidence and during and after there's there's the joy of the Lord because it is victory. I keep I, that. That word keeps ringing. Remind me what you spoke on the other night. The Lord provides. And yet you stood there and thought you were going to be alone. No, no. Well, he will provide. Yes. And I knew he would. That's, that's why I, (laughs) sorry, Jared. I just, no, no, that's great. And it, it is funny, but the anxiety comes from Lord, don't leave me to do this on my own. Cause I will mess this up. And that's why, I don't know if you guys noticed but there was a lot of scripture in that mm-hmm. in that presentation. The reason was, and, and I even said it during the messages, the Lord will make this far more clear, mm-hmm. and, and, and you'll have a much better understanding coming from him than you will me, so let me read this. Now let me read this psalm. Now let me read Isaiah, you know. Mm. So I just, I can't get over verse 12, and what you're saying is because now they understood, and I know I keep, this is like the third time I said it, I think that's life-changing understand what we've been given i think that's what makes everything change you know is that a sign of our maturation as well to under what you 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 begin to understand i believe so you know be and in not not saying that this is something good for us but just understanding that you know jared's Jared's stepping out, speaking to a bunch of people at the city mission. And JJ, you can relate to this. Uh, you know, going and and presenting God's word and God's message to to people. And uh, I mean, I I believe that ties in with with life changing. I believe that ties into maturation, and I believe that certainly ties into joy of the Lord. And it's the whole point of this podcast is to encourage others to come to an understanding that God is good and, and that he is faithful and that he does all of these wonderful, miraculous things, not only in our lives, but, but in creation itself. I, I mean, it really is a And a that's marvel why the word's consider. still living and will Amen. always be still living. Agreed. I just, it's intensely powerful of what we've been given in the word through the relationship with our Lord and Savior and, and he through the spirit illuminates that because the word hasn't changed it At just all. gets illuminated to us which is an incredible uh, incredible thing that, that the Lord's given us Oh, incredible! Yeah, and it, it incredible. speaks a little bit to Piper's suggestion I don't, I, I don't think Piper said that he was concrete in this thinking but that the Holy Spirit is, is the joy of the Lord. That may not be that may not be exactly true, but I think the point is true, which is, is Christ is the joy of the Lord. Mm. Correct. Yeah, mm-hmm. Christ mm-hmm. is the joy of the Lord. If if you remove Him, there is no joy of the Lord. Now, going back to what John said earlier, can you experience the joy of the Lord without being saved? I think you can wit- witness it. And that, that's an interesting thing to consider. 
I think the world can witness the joy of the Lord, and I think that's that might be part of what draws the world to Christ, yeah, is logical. to see the joy of the Lord in the follower of Christ. Yeah, I, that's logical, but how can you have something you're not connected to? Yes, it, and even that witness, probably the Holy Spirit is active in that person that's witnessing it. I know I was. Mm. I, I witnessed believers. That's part of my salvation story is why do you care for them and not me? I call my, myself a Christian as well, but it's very obvious that they have a relationship with you and I do not. And again, that's a, that's another podcast just concerning my testimony. But but I did witness, I did witness that relationship. And part of what I witnessed, I would suggest to you, especially at this point in, in the faith, in my understanding and, and my, like you said, I don't know if maturation is the right word in, in, in any maturity that I have gained, is I do believe I witnessed the joy of the Lord in them. And not having it, I desired that, I wanted that, that drew me closer to wanting the truth. Yeah, I, I think this kind of speaks a little bit, maybe indirectly, to what we discussed last week, uh, in a sense that I was really overcome by the miracle of the, bull, of, uh, the pull of Bethesda. You know, I talked about, uh, I'd heard a message that said, you know, in our society today, that would have been different uh, how it was looked at back then, we had Jesus saving one individual, and and it's documented to be said that there was about a thousand people there, and he had the miracle of of, of uh, giving this person their ability to stand and walk again. And today, though, we would focus on the nine hundred people that weren't. Mm. You know, we would ask them, "How did you feel when Jesus walked by you?" or that you weren't saved. However, it's our choice of focus. So if we choose to focus on that, we do have answers through scripture. We do have a God that's alive and inside of us through the Holy spirit. It definitely gives a diff- us a different perspective. But you know, the, the perspective shouldn't be on the 900 and 99. It should be on the one on the one. Amen. Yeah, no, I agree that, 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 still resonated with me all week when we when you brought that up and we talked about that that was that was great i i find it still is very Powerful. emotional with me right now uh, for some reason god's speaking to me something through that i don't know what it's going to be but it, uh, apparently it's going to be something i know this was ad-libbed in the in the chosen that that scene but it's not in the scriptures i don't believe but when the lord said look at me mm, yeah and drew his attention back to him yeah that was powerful. that is that is scriptural yes. those words may not be there but mm-hmm. i i would suggest that 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 is scriptural look look yeah. at me that that's happened to this group here yeah. look, when we've when we've gone on and on about this and that <laughs> tensely powerful look at me yeah look, so yeah can the joy of the lord in 2023 or the lack of the joy of the lord um be credited to the multitude of people from with depression, high blood pressure, all these different ailments that I truly believe that if you are in the joy of the Lord, you're it's got a there's health benefits as well, not just spirit benefits. 
I feel like you're talking about me, John. No, I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm, just I'm slightly just depressed, hypertension. <laughs> no, but I, you make I, a great I, point. I'm just yes. thinking. You know, there's so many people today that suffer from uh, a vast, you know, variety of of illnesses that that a lot of it. And, and, and it, it struck me when we were talking about this, maybe the fact that, that there's the lack of, of union with God and the joy of the Lord is uh, a compelling factor to why that they're not healthy. Let me just use myself. Uh, as I mean, I'm not a doctor. I don't right. know. Just yeah, it struck me. <laughs> no, but, but I think it's, it's valid. And let me use myself as an example. Uh, you guys all know me well enough. I, I was raised to love this country. I do love this country, the founding of this this country, and what I think this, this country was established to be, which is to be a defense and support of Israel and, and for the sake of the gospel going out to the world. That that's my that's my belief. So when I I won't get into the I won't get in deep to the politics, but when I read about anything that works contrary to that in this country, I, I just get all worked up and then I read about all these cultural issues and 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 uh, there are some just outright evils that that exist and are being are are being um, <laughs> see I'm having trouble talking about it now. My blood pressure goes up. I mean, you've seen me get worked up, you know, almost into a frenzy. And and where is where is the joy in the Lord of that? Where is where is your faith? Um, where is your understanding and your maturity as a, a believer to, to understand that, that these things exist and at some point in some age they're going to come about and they're, it's not that they're not going to be stopped, but they're going to grow in, in strength. And something like, like my, my uh, love of this country is, is not important when compared to my love of God and my love of the faith and, and my desire to see the gospel spread and, and, and people to be saved. Does that make sense? I mean, when my heart's there, then everything, my blood pressure goes down. Well, my, my intent wasn't to, to you know, talk about the, the things that make you mad. There's always going to be those. Um, especially in a sinful world, my well, it robs us my, of our, of my thought was my thought was, can prayer and getting into the joy of the world help you more than a pill? Maybe that's one of the main reasons that that you know we don't have such a godful society is the fact that we're ready to throw a. a a pharmaceutical at you instead of saying you need to get on your knees and pray. And that's that's the only thing I was going to say. I think there's a lot of truth in that, and and actually there's been some some research studies that have shown the the health benefits of prayer and meditation, and and it can help to regulate blood pressure, and it can, but y- you have to practice it regularly, you know, just well, just like a medication, right. you know, and it can't it can't cure all, right, right? Yeah. you know, so so that's not the only thing that's that's driving health health issues and concerns. Right. Yeah. I'm One other area though, uh, that kind of ties into this, um, and, and you know, something JJ said brought it to my mind and then something Jared said, uh, just now 
um, kind of reinforced it in my mind is, is, is that the aspect that we choose joy, mm. we can choose joy. And so there's, there's many scriptures as you think about James one, two to four, you know, consider it pure joy when you face trials of many kinds. Um, for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. Steadfastness can have its full effect that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. I also think of, as, as you know, comes back recurrently as we, we just studied the book of Job. Mm. Yeah. You know, Yea, though he slay me, still will I praise him. Amen. You know, choosing the joy of the Lord uh, on a day-in, day-out basis, on a, a moment-by-moment basis, changing your perspective because God created us to allow us to do it. Mm-hmm. The From the I have to to the I get to uh, well mindset. Said. Um, well said. You know, the yeah, Lord well allows said. us, the Lord uh, you know, gifts us the ability to serve him. What are you going to um, focus on? And Yeah, and, and to do it, do it gladly. And then... You know, I'll, I'll I'll read one more verse, and we thought about opening up the the podcast with this verse, but you know, uh, the fact that it's a choice was exemplified best by Christ, where in Hebrews twelve two it says that we're to look to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising its shame and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. So if our Savior can enjoy, can, can endure the most painful, the most excruciating, tortured death on our behalf for the joy that was set before him, what is it that we can't choose joy through? What trial could we not overcome leveraging the joy of the Lord as our strength? Amen. Well said. That makes me think of Joni. Mm. Yeah. That, uh, you know. why, don't you, why don't you share a little bit more about that, John? Yeah. I know you've been. I have. It's 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 oh. been on my mind since Stephen posted it this week on our Bible study. Uh, when he first posted, I didn't read it, and then. Um, Coco put that thing on it and says, "Look, if you if you have some time, read this." Uh, it's well worth it. So I, I did. And uh, uh, I, I watched it and I, because you know, it's a video. And I walked away from a woman who was paralyzed diving when she was 17, 50 years in a wheelchair, paralyzed. Now she suffers from chronic pain. And. Every day she finds Christ in her pain. She digs and searches through her pain, almost like it's a fog. And she's, she's you know, searching for Christ. And she finds him every day. And that's the joy that keeps her living. That's the joy of the Lord. Yep. I think it would um, be terrible if we didn't bring this to an end uh, since we have to uh, maybe we could do a part two i don't know that's something we'll discuss off, no, that's a, that's off a good air place, that's uh, but i think one thing that we should 
kind of bring this to a close with is, um, would you agree that the joy of the Lord is closely tied to worship and praise? And that would, and adding to that Psalm 100 has always been an amazing Psalm that when I read it, I get charged up and a smile on my face because for some reason it embodies the joy of the Lord for, for me, for some reason, listen to this Psalm 100 shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth worship the Lord with gladness, come before him with joyful songs Know that the Lord is good. It is he who made us, and He, and we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and his, uh, praise his name. For the Lord is good, and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. And that's Psalm 100. Yeah, what, no, what, I, a, what a beautiful way to wrap up five verses. this conversation. Mm-hmm. That's how we should go into the world every day as Christians. I yeah. think that psalm really, I don't know. And it is, isn't it, isn't there a song that's based off of that? Maybe. A, yeah, sure I believe many. so. I mean, yeah, sure I think there's, there's but I'm, I thought there was one specifically like called something like that. But anyhow, but that's what I thought that would was an interesting way to kind of pull all that together. No, it's awesome. And I and again, you're one day closer to your inheritance to yeah. being mm-hmm. present with the Lord, to being experiencing the joy of the Lord for eternity, forever and ever. So that is the type we should be celebrating and happy every day we go out into the world and not letting the it, the you know, this world here How about bring us down. Right. Verse one shout uh, for joy to the Lord all the earth. Not you sinners, right? Not yeah. you that you think you failed, not you that have fallen short. It's not what it says. So, uh, I love that. Beautiful. Love that closing. Uh, so, yeah, several verse or several songs have come off of Psalm one hundred. The one that comes to mind first is, um, "I will enter His gates with thanksgiving in my heart. I will enter His courts with praise." Uh, it's an old chorus. Uh, grew up singing. Um, but maybe our next podcast topic needs to be the joy of the Lord part two mm-hmm. and something John brought up of shouldn't we be entering worship in a celebratory manner each and every time we're, we're given opportunity. Uh, as you read through the Psalms, it talks about, you know, shouting, shouting for joy to the Lord. It talks about clapping your hands. Uh, you know, it talks about, you know, it talks about how all you know more more uh, descriptively about that first verse of Psalm 100 that all the earth will declare His praises. Mm-hmm. All the earth, not just and and that just means not just humans. I caught you that know, all of His yeah. creation, um, and so maybe that's where we should pick up next time, uh, next time around, and and do joy of the Lord part two, um, celebrating in the Lord. Amen. Mm, that's, that's a big topic. Point. I think yeah. that would be great. Yeah. Amen. Let's do it. Should we close in prayer? Yep. Yes. Should. Father God in heaven, again, we, we come before you and we just thank you for this day and we thank you for this ability to gather in your name and we thank you for those that are able to listen and con- consider these things. And and Father, I, I'm just uh, left with this idea of, of pursuing and embracing you and Christ and your Holy Spirit, the work of, of your Holy Spirit, so that we may experience the joy of, of the Lord. Father, 
We hope that you were blessed with this conversation. We ask that you would bless us, that you would bless the listeners, especially in understanding. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. We would like to thank you for joining us. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to hear others, you can find them at www.gracemercylove.com. So until next time, may God richly bless you all.